Welcome to the Tell Me More podcast. I am Pippa Scott, founder of Ride for Mental Health. Just a reminder to please tell your friends you love them. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Tell Me More podcast. I have Jack Coyne from Edwards, Colorado. His hobbies include skateboarding, art, and video editing. He received fifth place in the Halfpipe Youth Olympics, seventh place in Youth Olympic Slope, 10th in Calgary World Cup and second place in Aspen Rev Tour. Jack is a bombhole intern. He went to school at Vail Ski and Snowboard Academy through 5th and 12th grade, and he is currently a junior at University of Utah majoring in film. Jack, how are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm stoked. Yeah. How is it being an editor at Bombhole? Like, what do you do for them? Are you doing that currently, or did you do it in the past? So I did it for, like, my fall semester. Just, I did it one day a week, and it was really sweet. Like, I kind of get to work with people I really look up to, and, like, Chris Grenier, and he's epic, and there's just good times going in there, and I just helped him out, like, did some stuff with the podcast and, like, picking out clips for Instagram and then packing up some of their merch and meeting all the guys and kind of seeing how the business ran and worked, and it was really fun. That's so sick. So are they located in Utah? Yeah, in Salt Lake. Got it. Okay, so that was yeah. so, so like, did you just reach out to them or did you, like, have a connection, like, that helped you with that? Yeah, so I knew Chris back from a trip two summers ago. He used to ride for Solomon and... I've kind of seen him around here and there, and then I just reached out and asked if they had anything I could do because I was looking to try and get some credits for school. That's so dope. Okay. So tell me your story. Like, tell me who you are and, like, what makes you who you are. Cool. So I grew up in Edwards, Colorado, like you said. I uh, Pretty much the perfect place to grow up if you want to do what, what I do. My parents set me up to be able to snowboard and skate and live in pretty amazing life so I was so stoked on that I uh started going to the BSSA the Valley Ski and Snowboard School when I was in fifth grade my two older sisters were mobile skiers and my dad was a snowboarder and I just thought snowboarding was way sicker so I started doing that and yeah so I just kind of always snowboarding had always been a part of my life like so ingrained in what I did like we did on the weekends in the beginning and then every day fifth through twelfth was Monday through or Tuesday through Friday we were snowboarding. So it was just incredible. That's awesome. So snowboarding was always a big piece for you. For sure. Yeah. And that's why you chose to go to Utah, because everyone who wants to snowboard goes to Utah. <laughs> yeah, straight up. I mean, yeah, it the reason kinda coming out to Utah and going to the I go to the University of Utah and being on I was on the U.S. snowboard team for the half-pipe team for four years, and they have a program that gave us a grant to go to school, and they had everything kind of out here in Utah, and then that kind of set us up. So I started doing the film program part-time online, and then started doing a couple in-person classes, and yeah, I've been living here since. And with, so you said that you had been on the U.S. team, you're not anymore. Not anymore, no. So and I was on the rookie team. Yeah, rookie team four years. I think twenty sixteen through twenty twenty. And what was your experience with that? It was it was really, really sick. I uh I always rode soap style and half pipe, like growing up, and I was kind of more stoked on soap style always. 
and riding last half pipe. But then in the spring of, I think, I want to say 2015, maybe it was 2016, the half pipe coaches reached out to me and said they were doing a spring camp and asked if I'd be interested in coming and joining them. And I did. And it was really sweet. I got along with all the pipe guys really well and started kind of learning some more pipe tricks and got more inspired. And then they asked if I wanted to be on the team. And since then, it was sweet. So what motivates you to like keep doing all that stuff? So now this year was the first year I decided to do no more contests and just uh, kind of go on the filming path and like try and see what I can do there. But for for up until last year, I mean, contests are so inspiring. I mean, everyone who's in it does the sickest stuff. Like you're with all your best friends traveling the world. It's it's so incredible. Like I wouldn't change a thing of any path of how I got to where I am now. How did you decide to make the filming switch? Because that's a big decision. Huge. It's it's really hard. I mean, because I never, a lot of people when they get done with competitions are like, I got out of it because I hated it. And like, I, I didn't like being at the competition. The pressure wasn't for me. And I get that. But like, for me, it was, I always really liked being a part of it. And I always really liked pushing myself. It was never like, I never had it in me to be like, I want to beat this dude. Like, I want to beat these guys. It was more just like, I had a lot of fun learning new tricks and I had a lot of fun putting myself in that pressure zone of trying to like land when it counted. But then, I don't know, I just like kind of being out here in Utah, you kind of like, I open my eyes up to like all the opportunities that can be in snowboarding that aren't in contests. Like from fifth through 12th grade, I was like, kind of seeing like I knew what video parts were and I knew all the people like my favorite snowboarders a lot of them weren't competing but I just like didn't see that path in front of me like it kind of seemed like it always had been like you get your name out there in contests and then when you're older somehow you like figure out how to film but I don't know I kind of just figured like no better time than now to just like start and seek any opportunities I could to film and the basis for contests were incredible for that. I mean, I learned all, everything I can do on a snowboard to try and compete. And yeah. So what's your opinion on the competition aspect of snowboarding and the like street and filming aspect? Because now you're kind of doing both. And I love to talk to people about this because I feel like there's such a difference, especially when you're younger. But when you get older, they seem to kind of like merge a lot. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like the the main difference is like at a contest, you are in so much like pressure, you know, you got to like put it down when it counts. You can have a shitty practice, you get five practice runs and it can totally not go your way. And then and then doesn't matter. You still got to go for your run, you know, and like no one and no one knows that you were slamming in practice or no one knows that it was a great practice and you just have to like you get your two runs to go do it. And then filming, you know, you get it, you get to choose where you want to go. You get to make the opportunity for yourself. You get to give it a million tries, get it perfect. Like you can do a trick and then look at the footage and be like, Oh my, like arms look a little weird in this clip. I want to go do it again. And, but competing, you know, you're, you can't perfect it as much. Yeah. I think also with like competitions, 
And with filming, there's, like, just a completely different vibe with, like, both of them. I mean, like, obviously, like, comp jocks are, like, way, like, just, I don't even know. I don't know how to describe it. It's just so, it's such a competitive aspect, especially with men snowboarding and men skiing. I feel like there's so many of you guys that it's just, like, so highly competitive. But I feel like with filming, it's just, like, like snowboarding is like a one person sport. It's an individual sport, yeah. but I feel like when you're filming, it's not, I feel like it's like a team. Exactly. And like, there's so much more of like, I don't want to use the word camaraderie because that's also yeah. with the competition aspect. But I like, I do, I feel like there's more camaraderie with the filming yeah. aspect of, of like snowboarding and with free skiing and even with skateboarding too. I just feel like the filming vibes are just like so much way more mellow even though like stakes are still high like you're still having to like make money and like you still want people to watch it and stuff like that it's just like I guess maybe it's like the more tries that are given and like how it's just like we get this out when we get this out yeah I I mean it's a great point like competing it was like you have your best friends up there but it was still always like it was still always about you in your own head you know you're still focused on what you're doing and trying to do your best and then also wanting your homies to land and like however the results go the results go but with street it's like you go street or backcountry or whatever you go to a spot and it's like if your homie gets a clip it's like that's for everyone you know like we're all working on this together we all built this feature together or we built this feature just for the homie and we want him to succeed and like seeing them land something is almost as gratifying as like doing something you've never done before like it's huge yeah, and so also definitely. it's like if your camera isn't on and they land the trick, it's still like a team effort. Yeah. It's like, dude, I missed yeah. you. You're going to have to fucking do it again. <laughs> yeah. Like it's all like it wouldn't be able to happen without a crew like filming. Yeah. So with being going back to more of your roots, with being such an intense competitive athlete, like do you think that that changed your life and like your outlook on how you view like the things that you do today? For sure. I mean, competing obviously taught me so much. I think like throughout throughout it all, like having so many good coaches growing up, like Vale coaches, this guy named Brady and Chris, and they were just so crucial in like teaching me things that like as a kid, I never really knew would like have a huge impact on me. But like they were obviously like teaching me so much more than just like tricks where like when you're a grom, you're just like riding and you're like, this guy's cool and he teaches me tricks but like I don't know they teach you like how to just be in the world and like have patience and I don't know kind of work through things and like they're actually just like a mentor more than a coach and like I've had a couple really really good coaches in my life and that's definitely been huge through competing and something I'm super grateful for yeah, a hundred percent. I Will Rivera was like a huge, like a father figure yeah. for me almost. And Will taught me so much about life. Like yeah. I was just with Will all the time, and like Will and I would mainly just talk about snowboarding. But yeah. I think that like I think Will realizes how much like coaching has to do on like just kids growing up and stuff like that. For but sure. I definitely got really lucky with Will because he taught yeah, me. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he is. He's so great. But he definitely taught me so, so much about just like traveling and like being on my shit and like knowing yeah. what's important to me. And like, just like, just like simple life lessons that he had already learned. And so he was just like, 
hear me out on this one. Let's not like yell at people today. Let's take a chill pill. And then it would come to another thing and Will would be like, we're getting them. Like that was shitty. (laughs) (laughs) That's too good. Yeah. So I just, I feel like coaches and I think that like the beginning stages of coaches, coaches don't really realize how much they, how much the kids look up to them. And then like when you start to get into like the 10 year plus of coaching, you start to realize that like these athletes spend so much time with you that like they're learning life lessons through you too. For sure. Like you're spending most of your more time with your coaches and homies on your team than, than your family, you know, in the way than anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like that, that actually like becomes your family, like all your homies. And it's so sick. Yeah, it is. It's really, that's something that I would say I was most grateful for growing up and becoming like being a intense, like competitive athlete was that I had a second family. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. What do you think was something else that you were like super grateful for that snowboarding has given you? I mean, it was just insane. Like, Growing up in it, it just, like, seemed like it was my life. But, like, being able to travel the world to go ride a snowboard, like, it's so silly. But, like, we just, like, poured and, like, do tricks and try and do harder tricks and try and do harder tricks. But, like, we, we're going to Switzerland and New Zealand and all these places. And it's just, like, I don't know. You take a step back and it's, like, we get to do this because of snowboard tricks. It's insane, you know. So I've definitely always been super grateful for that. And, yeah, the biggest thing, like you said, is just the people, like all my best friends, like every single one of them loves to snowboard or ski or just like be outside. And that's like what it really is all about. I feel like, like going snowboarding each day is like, it's sick if you can like, I don't know, it's sick if you can like be snowboarding and be hyped on what you're doing, but it's like that comes from more of like who you're with, I feel like. Yeah, I agree with that. My, um, I had knee surgery two weeks ago, and my best friend Kira and I are on the same team. So my season's, like, completely over, and I only uh, see Kira off snow. But I like to take photos, so I'll, like, go up and I'll, like, fuck around up there. Yeah. But my best friend Kira is in Copper doing a rev right now, and she's like, dude, it's so weird, like, not being able to, like, look at you and, like, ask what the speed is or, like, if you've already spun the jump. She's like, it's just such a completely different aspect of riding without having like your best friends around you and it's it's so true like I feel like if you have a good crew you get into like the flow state so much easier like it's just like oh like yeah yeah, like look at them like oh they're like putting down their shit today I need to pull it together and I need to like do the tricks that I'm supposed to do but if you're just like kind of just like by yourself or like with people that you don't really vibe with and like they're putting stuff down I feel like you just kind of are like Okay, yeah. whatever. I'm just gonna go yeah, hit some exactly. rails. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like the homies the homies do it. That's like my favorite thing. Boarding is like training with the homies, like riding right behind them and then yeah, just like watching what they're doing while you're also just like trying to go crazy and you're getting so hyped and then just like laughing on the chair. Yeah, I, I think that Utah is probably like the best place for that just because so many people have moved out there. Like you're probably seeing people that you like grew up with and you're like, oh my God. Like, Yeah, it's so sick. Like every day is like, like either I'll text a homie and we'll link up to go ride. But it's like, if I don't, I'll just like go ride and there'll be someone at the mountain. That's like someone I know or someone I could get to know better. And it's like, 
it's or just like your heroes are at the mountain and so like all your favorite borders it's so sick what is your favorite mountain to ride out there I ride Brighton when it snows for sure, and that's super sick. And I'm like kind of starting to get to learn it a little better. And it's really sick to like get to know the spots when it snows, and then you can just like go straight to what you like to ride. And there's a couple homies I like know it really well that I've been riding with, so I'm getting to learn. But uh, that or Woody's, Woodward Park City has been really sick. They've been killing it this year. Yeah, Woodward Park City was definitely my favorite. Whenever I go out there, like that's where I want to go. Like a lot it's of so people. Fun. Yeah. And it's, like, totally built for snowboarders, too. Like, I have a lot of skier friends that are, like, no, like, I hate Woodward Park City. And I'm, like, how could you hate it? Like, it's literally perfect. Yeah, it's, like, a a skate park. Like, I don't know. You just, like, roll up, hang out, and, like, you can sit at the bottom of the lift and wait two minutes, and your homie's already back down. Yeah, exactly. It's so, it's so dope. Because they always have revs there. So whenever I've gone out, it's been for revs but I've always just been like I think the first time I went I was just in awe I was just like this is it does feel like a skate park it definitely has skate park energy and it's something that it's it's just like no other place like it has so many features it's such a quick lap like you fuck up on a trick and then all of a sudden you're at the top again and you're like doing it again like it's just so easy with like repetition and just like remembering what you did wrong and it's just like i feel like sometimes the copper lap is super long so long yeah like i feel like you like mess up on the first large jump and then you're like okay now it's like yeah Yeah. like i'm gonna go hit all the rails i'm gonna try rail tricks and then Mm -hmm. you're back up at the top and you're like wait what i do wrong again yeah exactly you get so like out of out of the flow but yeah well we're just sick it's really fun. Yesterday we were just there, like, and there was a bunch of homies like hiking the mini pipe, and it was like slushy and raining, but it was like the funnest day of all time. Like, <laughs> so sick. Where did they put the mini pipe in? Uh, it's like in the upper, like, little peace park zone. Oh, like, okay. Red and, yeah. Okay, I think I've been there when when it was there, but I just remember being like super weird. Like it was like kind of like cut off, like peace park, like cut off in the middle and like there was other shit and like yeah they get crazy with it yeah a copper started doing that too with their like you know how they always have that top section with, yeah, yeah yeah they started to change up that too that mini pipe that mini pipe was always like really scary yeah. I, I thought but i'm not a pipe jock so <laughs> i yeah, don't know I love the mini pipe. that's like one of my favorite things to ride these days when i was growing up too i think most people just start out by doing if you like focus on slope you always did pipe at some point yeah yeah and i mean it's so good to just like try and ride everything yeah i did pipe for like a really long time like i focused more on pipe i didn't love slope and then i started riding with will and will liked slope more and didn't like pipe as much and i think that's when i was like the complete opposite of you and i went more towards yeah slope even though I liked pipe more but I'm yeah I now I'm like scared of the pipe like I'll get in there and I'll like get out like two feet and I'll be like okay <laughs> this is this is good this is, I'm good now yeah pipe is gnarly if you're not in it a lot like even even me like I haven't been riding as much pipe as I definitely did for those bunch of years but like I was going crazy in that thing and then just like now I'm like kind of chilling in there like this thing's really scary when it's not slushy Oh, it's the copper pipe is like always a 
freaking brick wall and yeah. I'm terrified to deck that pipe. That's for like whenever yeah. I'm in there, like that's my biggest fear. I'm like, oh what if I hit the deck? What if I hit yeah. the deck? <laughs> I mean that's definitely been my gnarliest slam on a snowboard ever is like decking a pipe on a cab double and then just like flying in and then ruined my shoulder. How do you how do you like get back up from that? Like what do you say to yourself that you're like, I gotta just do it again? Well, the ones where it's really gnarly, you gotta you don't get back up for, <laughs> for a couple weeks. That one I like broke my collarbone pretty bad. But like I don't know. I mean we all I feel like each time I'm boarding, like I know I'm assuming a risk to take a slam. But like in my head I've made it worth it of being like I actually love this more than anything else and I don't think I'll love anything else as much as I love this so I'm gonna keep doing it you know yeah I mean, yeah I definitely feel that I feel like when I like eat it on a trick I'm just like am I good yeah I'm good let's go do it yeah. again yeah it's definitely better when the homies see the slam though so you're, like, <laughs> you're like telling the homies about the slam and they're like okay dude like we get it you felt like yeah but like if they saw it and it was really gnarly they're like oh like, like, dude, that was crazy. Yeah. Are you good? And you're like, nah. But like, if yeah. you're like explaining it to them, I like totally get that. Yeah. I feel like I like, I feel like the best part is when they're like, no, like, they're like, how, how did that even happen? Like the craziest, like you'll like miss yeah. the like knuckle completely. You're yeah. like in the parking lot and you're yeah. like, dude, like guess what just happened? But they're like, no, no, no. I saw it. Like you were in the parking <laughs> lot. dude. Like, yeah. I feel like I agree. That is that does make the slams better. And if there's video footage too, like something happens and like Will yeah. films everything, and I'll be like, did it look cool? Like you get a that, and you'll be like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I ride with KMS right now, and my coach Devin like never will send us fail clips, and I'll be like, uh-huh. you have the one of me like catching my toe edge, and he'll be like, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, I didn't think you'd want it, and I'm like, no, nah, you can send it over. <laughs> yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. What are your plans for the future right now? Yeah, so I've just been trying to line up as many kind of filming opportunities as I can. Like being here in Salt Lake, I've been filming with this guy, Johnny, who's great. And we're just trying to kind of get as many clips as I can. I mean, I don't have like a certain project that I'm working on for this year. I think that's kind of a big goal for next year is to like get in a project with some sponsors. But I'm just trying to get in as many videos with homies as I can and kind of get that side of my snowboarding more out there because I feel like a lot of people know me more as a competitive boarder and so yeah I'm just trying to put it out there that I want to be able to ride everything and take any opportunity to go capture it with the homies yeah that's awesome Uh, with Ride for Mental Health I want to do like a video of like just of like traveling kind of around like the United States and just like talking to like competitive athletes that like skiers, snowboarders, just like really anybody and like go around and like have a day with them where like we talk about like stuff like kind of like the podcast, but at the same time, like there are snowboard tricks in it. And like, I really want to do, yeah, I really want to do a movie like that, but I have like no where to start. Like I have so many things I want to do with Ride for Mental Health and that's one of them, but when I think about like where to start, I'm like, filmer, sponsor. Yeah, that's actually the hardest thing. Like, I feel like, like the boarding is like the easy part when it comes to filming. Not like the easy part. It's like obviously scary and stuff yeah. still. But like, <laughs> but like the boarding is all on me. But just like trying to figure out the crew to get into to film with and figure out what sponsors are backing it and all that stuff and figuring out your own trips. Like, like before, like. 
the contest schedule was so planned out where like I'd know what I'm doing every single week of the winter and pretty much the fall and the summers too. And now it's just like figuring out your whole schedule and where you want to go. And it's much more like spontaneous. Like earlier this year, like the homies were going to bend to ride my bachelor. And I was like, Oh, I guess like I can come now. Like I don't have contests, so I can just like go and just like trying to do more stuff like that has been really fun, but also like, like stressful just trying to like, I don't know. It's nice to have a plan. It's nice to like know what your schedule is looking like, but yeah, I feel that. Like, revs and futures and, like, World Cups and all of that stuff, they're all, like, set in stone, like, the summer before. And so, like, your calendar is just so booked. And yeah. I'm still on that wave, so I don't really know what it's like to not yeah. to be able to commit to stuff, like, a week before. But I, I like it because it's, like, structure and you know where you're going and what you're doing. But at the same time, it's really a it's a grind to like be going sure. to different places every week. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I also like it just because it's like, oh, you fell at that one. Doesn't matter. Like you have another one next week. Yeah. Yeah. The next one's going up. Yeah. Like it's, it really, it does matter for some of them, but at the same time, it's just like, okay, like you don't have, really have to think about it that much. Exactly. What are your biggest or who are your biggest? I think, any of the homies that I get to spend each of my days with like, all inspire me because they're all trying to, we're all kind of in the same zone of trying to, you know, get get somewhere closer to our goals and figure it all out. And that's super inspiring to me. And then definitely some coaches growing up, like a good list is like my coach Brady, Chris from Vale, then JJ Thomas from the U.S. team and Eric Boschman from the U.S. team. All were huge inspirations in my life, like set me on such a good path and helped me out so much that they were crucial. And then I guess like snowboarding wise, my favorite snowboarders are like Arthur Longo, Danny Davis, Sam Taxwood, Nick Baden. And then, yeah, but my favorite snowboarders definitely are all, all my homies that I get to ride with because just watching them is super fun. Yeah. Do you think that growing up with like when snowboarding was I feel like snowboarding is becoming more popular now. Do you think that growing up when snowboarding was like, I don't know. Like, I feel like snowboarding was still pretty popular when you were growing up. But I feel like it's really becoming, like, just yeah. like there's so many kids right now. Like, if you go to a Futures so Comp, like, there's yeah. just so many kids. Do so you think that growing up with less kids, like, made it, like, easier for you to, like, get this, like, stream of homies? Or do you think that, like, well, I guess you can't really say anything right now but do you think that with less people it made it easier to make friends uh i think so i mean just like looking at it now looking at the contest scene there's like so many kids who are ripping and crushing it would probably be like pretty intimidating but i think it was pretty similar when i was growing up and i mean i was just like in a school with kids who loved doing what i love to do so it was just like so easy to make friends because it's just like oh we go snowboard and we're homies like that's that's how it is. Yeah. So like I had a really, it was a really small school. So I just had like a really tight knit crew of like five dudes that were just like my best friends. So that was great. Yeah. Got it. And then my last question, which I try and like ask everyone and it's like super up to you. How you answer it? It's just like, how do you cope with big emotions? That's like not your sport. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I was reading that one when you sent it and, Thinking about it, I think it's just like 
really trying to have a tight-knit crew of people that you can like really be open with I think like when I get closer to people I try and be super open to them and like I don't know just like honestly just like tell them my problems and hope they'll do the same with me and like hear what they're struggling with hear what I'm struggling with and just letting it off your shoulders is huge and just being able to tell someone it really means a lot to me and yeah I mean that's like the biggest thing I like I write in a journal a lot when I can't be telling homies so that's also really big but yeah basically just need to like occupy my brain by doing something like I've been knitting a crazy amount and or just like making videos or like drawing or snowboarding or skating like just really doing something like when I'm doing nothing and just like scrolling on my phone or watching movies I'm like that's when I start to go in the overthink zone in my head so if I can occupy myself some way and hopefully share it with the homies that I really really am super down with then that's when I feel the best live with people that you ride with or do you like live with people that like you're friends with or like anything like that yeah we're friends now I didn't know them before I moved in and I moved in like two years ago I didn't live here for the summer but I just met them on Facebook and FaceTimed them once I'm sitting here with my roommate Seabass but yeah we uh I live here with four guys in a pretty sweet zone in Salt Lake and yeah it's been sweet that's so scary to like go like not know who they are and then like just show up and kind of just be like well fuck it like we yeah it was super weird they were super inviting and cool though, but yeah definitely interesting and something i hadn't really done before yeah i think that also like it's something that snowboarding has also given you is just like learning how to meet new people too just because you're traveling around the world and meeting sure. new people yeah it's yeah. just something that you're like well it's either gonna be good or like we're not really gonna vibe but it'll probably be good yeah oh it's good yeah i mean just like snowboarding like you'll be like crashing at people's places or like living on their couch you kind of hopefully learn to be a good guest I don't know what my roommates would say about me but (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't know you do your best thank you so much for coming on the podcast yeah I'm so hyped you have me it's really sweet what you guys are doing I'm super proud of you thank you Thank you for listening to the Tell Me More podcast. I am your host, Pippa Scott. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing. And don't forget, tell your friends you love them.